0: This podcast is brought to you by Fandango. Fandango offers movie tickets and gift cards to over 45,000 different screens across the United States and reaches into nearly 80% of the nation's total theaters by partnering with virtually every leading film exhibitor like Regal, Cinemark, AMC, and more. So to pick up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life, head on over to cityweekly.com Fandango or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode
1: Tees. But your buddy's worse off and he throws you his car keys Blue lights are blinking four o'clock in the morning St. trooper makes you wish that you'd never been born Better call Saul, better call Saul You wanna tell the world you're in love with a girl named Fran So you find an overpass and you say it with a spray paint can Blue lights, start a blank and those handcuffs, click.
0: You know who to call, and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You better call Saul. It's a brand new episode of Better Talk Saul, Cinema Geekly's Better Call Saul podcast. It's Anthony Lewis, Glen Beauvais, and we're back to talk the season finale of Better Call Saul, season five, episode ten, something unforgivable Uh, that's what we got in this episode as well Uh, everybody's uh, like the big goal I think of this episode was uh, was missed and uh, the person they missed is now uh, really pissed off Glenn and out for revenge and I think that will uh, lead into uh, next season so and I thought this was pretty much in line with the uh, the Vince Gilligan tradition. I feel like last week's episode had a whole lot more uh heft to it. Although there was some stuff in this episode for sure, but this was sort of like the season finale where the big episode happened before the final episode. But there was still some yeah. big stuff in this one. Yeah. And it's not really there's not really a cliffhanger either. Like
1: I don't consider like how this ended to have a cliffhanger mm-hmm. in the traditional sense. Do
0: you know what I mean? Yep. I agree. So let's talk about what happened. So Lalo leaves and Jimmy tells Kim the truth about his desert trek with Mike, Kim and Jimmy hide at a downtown hotel. Mike tells Gus that Lalo and Nacho went to Lalo's Chihuahua home. Gus suggests Nacho can help the assassins. He is sending Kim. In the meantime, accepts 20 pending felonies from public defender pro bono. Nacho receives a call telling him to open Lalo's gate at 3 a.m. Kim meets Howard at uh, at the courthouse and tells him that she quit Schweikert and Coakley. Howard warns Kim about Jimmy's recent harassment and suggests Kim should stop following his lead. Kim says she's insulted by the notion that she can't decide for herself. Mike tells Jimmy that Lalo will be killed and Jimmy later informs Kim. They discuss forcing a sandpiper case resolution by sabotaging Howard Hamlin, which would enable Jimmy to receive at least $2 million as his share of the settlement. Lalo introduces Nacho to Don Eladio, who gives his blessing to Nacho's plans for the Salamanca drug business. Nacho opens Lalo's gate and runs away as the assassins attack the compound lalo kills all but one of the assassins and he instructs the lone survivor to call the middleman who arranged for the murder and to report that lalo was killed as he is off to seek revenge glenn what did you think of the season five finale of better call saul Thought it was great um
1: just a spoiler for a head. I don't think we're going to have another five in a row, but no, I don't think uh, so either. It was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole break in scene was great. Uh, Howard explaining <laughs> to Kim <laughs> and her just laughing in his face was also great. Yep. Um, so in, in that regard, it's, uh, I, you know, it was a good episode. It just, it wasn't like how the other ones have been going. Uh, but still, just, just a solid episode. Like I said, not, not much of a cliffhanger on how it ended. And yeah. The only reason why I say that is, you know, we're, yeah, we're still up in the air with, you know, some of these characters, what are their fates? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like the way it ended. It's like, oh, man, what's going to happen? It's like, you know, it yeah. ended with Nacho. Okay, so I guess the only thing is how far away Nacho could have gotten, you mm-hmm. know, uh, that kind of thing. And, you know, all things that are going to come ahead in Albuquerque come next season whenever that season finally gets there yes <laughs> who knows and, when that
0: will
1: be uh, yeah and it's just uh yeah no it was, it was solid i mean the whole him eating don uh that whole sequence was great the oh, down a lot down on the porch a, where yeah. lalo just doesn't you know he doesn't sleep and it's
0: just <laughs> he's got like five minutes to open up that stupid door yes oh, man. yeah don eladio i thought was a lot of fun he's almost as charismatic as lalo salamanca but not quite i loved he's more dumb like oh yeah it's all just the show of it whereas
1: Lalo, yeah
0: when lalo brought him the what was that a mustang well, he brought in the he brought in the Magnum Pi cards. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, Magnum Pi," and he's like, "Hey, you should check the trunk. There's a you know there might be a surprise in it." And he's like, "Oh, cool," and he's like, no Donaladio, that this model the the trunk is in the the front," and he's like, "Oh, it's a frunk," and then he like was tickled at himself for thinking up the word frunk and said it again the second time and chuckled. Uh, but in in the trunk or frunk, if you will. Uh, Lalo had put all of the, all of the earnings that he had brought back to Don audio, but he'd put it in a giant gift wrapped box. And Don audio loves this man because of, of, of course the showmanship uh, that Lalo Salamanca brings. He's, he's just like the best Lalo is. I mean, he even when he and Nacho arrive at, uh, at his home, even Nacho who rarely ever has an expression on his face, regardless Like Lalo got him to smile just because, you know, he's just full of, uh, he's just full of charm. That guy. I thought maybe Nacho was doing like a, like a nervous smile, like playing along, but I'm relatively certain that Lalo is just so charming that he forced him to smile. Uh, regardless, he's, he's such a, he's such a likable guy who does horrible things, (laughs) Uh, Well, then even like the
1: scene that Don has where he's talking to Nacho and Lalo's just overlooking, like, he genuinely cares about what Nacho's fate is in this. Like, he's definitely come around to him and grooming him in a way and, you know, the way Kim, you know, know, how the episode ended when he's talking to Kim and Kim tries to kind of set him straight. Like, this is the one guy he isn't expecting to turn on him. You know, that's why he's bringing him to his house. You can say it's a, you know... Yeah. Keep your friends close, enemies closer. But I think it really was, uh, he he is grooming him for taking over the next step, you know. Yeah. And the advancement
0: while Lalo has to stay in Chihuahua. I i really enjoyed the uh, Howard confronting Kim in the courtroom. Like, I, I think you should know all of the stuff that Jimmy's been doing to me. Uh, he he threw <laughs> bowling balls at at my car. It practically destroyed it. He sent hookers, real hookers, to a meeting I was having, uh, and she's just like, "Is that it?" And he's like, "Yeah." And she just cracks up in his face, just laughs at him. Uh, like this is what do you, what did you think of of Kim's of of Kim's shift here? Like she seems to have just it seems by the end of this episode. She's just in for whatever with Jimmy The governor's off, man. I mean, she's going to go as fast as she can now. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, she's just like, all right, this is the direction I'm going in and I'm, Hey, how do we ruin Howard and get $2 million in cash? Yes. Like they, (laughs) I mean, it started off with like, we should just go. I think she was just trying to cheer Jimmy up. So Jimmy in this episode was depressed, withdrawn, sad, yeah, uh, regret like, like really regretting that he brought Kim into all of this, but Kim, I think, kind of likes it. I think, yeah, the and, thrill, yeah, the thrill. I mean, we we've been talking about it for for years on the show. Like, from the first time he kind of talked her into playing uh, a con at a at a restaurant just for fun, and she liked it, and this. I think is just the extension of that. Like we, I think we knew that she would reach a fork in the road for her character. And it was just a matter of which direction is she going to go in. And she's going down the direction of following Jimmy. So we'll see how that all ends up working out for her or not to me. I don't know. To me, I feel like there's probably still a chance next season that she snaps out of it and leaves Jimmy, but if she doesn't, then I don't see how they can kill her either, because I feel like that would have too great of an effect on the character of Saul Goodman, and we don't see that effect play out in Breaking Bad at all. At least, I don't think we do. So I, I don't think she would be killed off. But I, I, I still think there's a chance that she comes to, I Or guess. this flips on her and she goes, she's the one who ends up in jail. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that could happen. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That could be a possibility as well. Yeah. Um, and I liked all of their scenes together. Uh, those two are great. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, what else really uh I mean, I mean, everybody performed up to their usual standard. The scene with uh, the scene with Mike where Jimmy goes to his house demanding answers, like all of that stuff. Uh, that stuff played out. Really well. Uh, also, we only get to see Gus in the one scene. I think this episode, but you know, also, also good stuff. But the, I think the crux of everything really surrounds the uh, the botched assassination of Lalo Salamanca, which ultimately, I, I think, this is where things come down on on Nacho. I presume that Lalo is going to put two and two together here that this is unlocked. How did they get in? Nacho is gone. He's even though the guy that was sent to kill him is like, look, uh, we we went through a middleman. We don't know who hired us. Lalo already knew that this was Gustavo Fring. So I'm pretty sure this is like, that's the ending, right? Where it's going to be something with Lalo and Nacho and something there will decide their fates. Presumably neither one of them walk out of it alive is my guess. What
1: do you think? Yeah. Yeah. And Gus just uses it to his advantage. I would assume that's a
0: very Gus thing. Yes.
1: Right. The only thing I hope for the next season, I'm sure we'll get it is a hint as to where we are exactly in the timeline of breaking bad. Cause I know yeah. they said like basically this season where breaking bad starts, we should be, if not there, it's, Close, close to us you yeah. know yep um cuz i'm trying to think like even with hank i i feel like when he's doing the bus that's along the same lines of things in the first season which i know we talked about you know we're going to we're going to watch the series you know sooner rather than later possibly quite possibly yeah um, and so hopefully you know once we get to that final season you know some of these questions can be answered and we can have a you know fresh memory on how how this timeline is unfolding mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah. Uh, so you know, like I so said with the final season, it's just gonna be more of how close we're cutting it um and I guess with Gus, like his control wasn't that long uh is it seems to be what we're learning, yes, you know, he definitely had the drug trade going, blah blah blah, but he was just in the beginning phases of how everything was gonna be distributed- mm-hmm. Yep. and in in some ways it's like, man. Like he put all this effort in time, and it just took one a-hole chemistry teacher just yes. <laughs> who wouldn't stay in his line and wouldn't be happy with just the ridiculous amounts of money he was going to get paid for this, anyways. Yes, um, toppled this whole industry to have it all
0: crashing down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can't it's wait. It's going to be back. interesting. Yeah, I'm super excited to go back and rewatch. So, uh, anything else? Any other standout moments from the episode? Uh, final thoughts or? What would you give it if not?
1: No, just like you, the, just those scenes you kind of I mean, the whole Lalo killing everybody scene was pretty good. You know, yeah, pretty great. Bathtub, escape tunnel, and oh, of course, yes. And hitting uh, the guy with the grease in the frying pan. Like, that was oh, good. Yeah. And
0: then the payoff at the end where he has to peel his mask off of his face. Oh, uh, horrific. Yeah.
1: My only thing is, I don't know why that guy talked because, like, you know, he's going to get killed. Like, you're in that mm-hmm. line of work. Like, you, yeah. Um, you know, like uh, that was the only thing that bu- that bugged me was maybe it was his first day. I'm <laughs> <On> the, <laughs> the old assassination job. Yeah. But I feel like Gus is always like, you know, you got to hire best. the best of the yep, best. He I seems agree. to do his homework. I so agree. Yes. It is a little weird that he talks. It's a
0: little odd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, only a little, you know, Nikki, little nitpicky, but that's it. Yeah. It's, it's a little nitpicky. I, I would suggest maybe that he thought by telling, Lalo that he they go through a middleman so they don't know who hired them that maybe he thought he was protecting who hired him yeah. or you know maybe trying to hide it or uh, what he did not know is that Lalo had a very good idea already of who would want to kill him and he is probably right. Uh, so yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's he's not wrong about stuff and it's amazing to me that these people, they kill, they kill everybody else in the house, except for the one guy they're supposed to kill. Yeah, and, I know, uh, right. And, of course, uh, the the last shot we get ties back to Nacho's phone call when he gets told about opening the gate at 3 a.m. And he's like, hey, there's, like, normal people here, right? You're going to do this clean. Yeah. You're not going to, you know, hurt anybody, just the person you need to get. Uh, they don't answer him, and they hang up. And, of course, the last shot we get is... Uh, uh, Lalo's cook, cooking lady is just a sweet, nice old lady who cooks food for everybody and yeah. uh, she's dead on the ground and he's angry and I oh my god, I loved the sound, I, that's that's the thing I want to mention I love the sound uh, mixing they did here at the end Is Lalo's kind of like dragging his foot across the rocks as he's limping away and the sound gets more muffled and muffled and muffled and by the end it almost sounds like thunder rumbling
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah, thought that yeah. was
0: just mm, chef's kiss. Good shit. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah. uh, if, if you don't have any other final thoughts, what would you give the season five finale? Uh, like a four and a half. Yeah. That's what I landed on as well. Just a really good episode. We did not get what would have been four. would that have been four or fives in a row? Yeah, I think so. Do we have a single episode go below four and a half this season? I don't think so. no, I think everything's been four and a half or above. Four and three quarters <laughs> and multiple fives.
1: Yeah, I think- I'm just talking my friends too. We all agree, like this is this was the best season they had done. Yeah. Period. This this show's just unbelievable. So And I would say so. even in breaking bad terms, I think this would be the mm-hmm. best season. A yep. full a full ten episodes. Now I don't you know the last half of how Breaking Bad ended, you know, especially with Ozzy Mandius and that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But as far as a full ten episode arc,
0: this just was unbelievable. I mean, anything FitzGilga has done, it's it's been the best. Yep. Uh, well, all right, everybody. It heart as heartbreaking as this is, that's the end of the season and uh, as such the podcast for a little while. But in the meantime, if you haven't watched Better Call Saul, if you're just hearing about this now, uh, you can go back and you should uh, and watch the show. It's available on a multitude of streaming platforms. Uh, And I'm sure AMC's got it on demand, or you can go buy the seasons, or I think uh, many of the seasons are on Netflix. Highly recommend, as always, that you should go watch it. And then, of course, when you're done doing that, you can head on over to Cinema Geekly to check out the archives of the podcast and listen to us talk our way through these seasons and uh, about how much we love this show uh, unabashedly. And uh, also, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Better Talk Saul. Hit subscribe, and that way you can join us in the year 2043 when we bring you the final, we believe the final season, season six of Better Call Saul. to the man, justice for all. You heard me, you better call Saul.